Hello and welcome to today's news podcast powered by China Daily. I'm Davis Ayega. Shenzhen, China's tech hub in Guangdong province has unveiled the country's fast blood transportation drone platform to facilitate the delivery of blood samples around the city in minutes. The move spearheaded by the Shenzhen Blood Center in collaboration with China's telecoms Shenzhen branch marks a significant leap forward in ensuring the swift, efficient delivery of life-saving supplies. Against the backdrop of Shenzhen Skyline, a drone carrying samples embarked on a crucial mission from the Shenzhen Blood Center on Friday to the Shenzhen Traditional Chinese Medicine Hospital. The maiden flight showcased the integration of the 5G technology and artificial intelligence, heralding a new era in blood transportation logistics. Ning Li, head of the Shenzhen Blood Center, say the innovative system addresses long-standing challenges associated with urban grounding traffic, particularly in emergency situations requiring timely blood delivery. With the ability to cover distances quickly, the drone platform promises to revolutionize the landscape of medical emergency response. At the heart of this technological marvel is a 5G intelligent air harbor, a collaboration that seamlessly blends high-speed 5G connectivity on the capabilities of unmanned aerial vehicles. The platform not only ensures the real-time monitoring of blood transportation, but also enhances the safety of the cold chain, which is crucial for preserving the integrity of blood and its derivatives. China has in the meantime enhanced its top-level design for biodiversity conversation with a 2023-2030 to national strategy and an action plan that vows to restore at least 30% of the nation's degraded ecosystems by the end of this decade. The document, which was made public on Thursday last week, noted the grim situation for biodiversity conservation in China, saying the country's ecosystems, species and genetic diversity are all suffering from the varying degrees of degradation and loss. With degradation to one degree or another, the country's grassland ecosystems are generally fragile, it noted. Functional degradation and loss have also occurred in the ecosystems of some rivers, wetlands and lakes. Quoting the Red List of China's Biodiversity, the latest version of which was made public last year, the action plan said 4,088 of the higher plant species, or roughly 10% of the total assessed, were under threat. It said 1,050 vertebrate species in the country, excluding fish, were also under threat representing some 22% of the total assessed. Overexploitation, intensified land use changes that have encroached upon natural spaces and the disorderly development of biological resources have further exacerbated the biodiversity conservation situation, it said. Shen Manhong, the dean of Zhenzhen A&F University's Institute of Ecological Civilization, said the document has made China's biodiversity conservation even more systematic. In other news, people from the United States who travel to China have expressed satisfaction with the country's newly streamlined visa policies. Beijing has made it easier for U.S. residents to travel to China by no longer requiring certain documents for a visa application as of January 1st. Chinese ambassador to the U.S. Yang Feng announced the streamlined visa process at a forum earlier this month in Atlanta, Georgia. 
He said tourist visa applicants within the United States will no longer be required to submit round-trip air ticket booking record, proof of hotel reservation, itinerary or invitation letter. Zing said it is important to remove obstacles and spark a new boom in exchanges. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic and worsening China-U.S. relations, a chill loomed over people-to-people exchanges in the past few years. Elizabeth Heen, president of the White Rose Foundation, a non-profit that promotes understanding and harmony among the world's religions, said the change represents the deepest value in U.S.-China relations, which is trust and reciprocity of trust. Away from China-U.S. relations, China continues to prioritize Africa in its public diplomacy, maintaining a tradition that started 34 years ago of making Africa the destination of the Chinese foreign minister's first overseas trip of the year. Wang Yi visited Egypt, Tunisia, Togo and Cote d'Ivoire from January 13th to 18th. His trip highlighted the great importance that China attaches to its traditional friendship with African nations and reflected China's continuing engagement with North Africa and West Africa. It also displayed China's willingness to cooperate with African countries. This in turn will help to restore the momentum of Africa-China cooperation as well as extend China's foreign policy regarding its relationship with the continent of Africa. The Chinese government has extended its help to Africa by not only building infrastructure but also by championing development as one of the best ways to support Africa in overcoming the continent's security challenges. Foreign Minister Wang's visit to these four African countries promoted the implementation of the outcomes of the Forum on China-Africa Cooperation and Coordination with the African countries on the FOCAC meeting to be held in China later this year. It was also intended to strengthen economic and security cooperation with African countries. China's engagement is important because it is meeting the needs of local people by creating jobs and providing security, among other things. The visit promoted Chinese-owned and Egyptian-owned enterprises export to Europe and the Middle East as well as to China thanks to the nation's tax incentives and its location as a juncture for Europe, Asia and Africa. For Tunisia, amid developmental headwinds and an economic crunch magnified by external financing challenges due to heavy external debt, the country's economic ties stand as a vital pillar of its relationship with China. Wang's visit enabled Tunisia to look to China for continued investment in development projects that could spur economic growth. In other news from the conflict-ridden regions, the United States and Britain have bombed Houthi sites in northern Yemen before dawn on Thursday. International media channels reported that the strikes hit Houthi targets in five provinces, including Hodeida, the main port on the Red Sea coast controlled by the Houthis, the channel reported without providing more details. The attack followed the Houthis' claim of a missile strike on a U.S. ship in the Gulf of Aden on Wednesday night. The U.S. Central Command has confirmed the Houthi attack in a statement, adding that the ship was slightly damaged but remained seaworthy and has continued its voyage. The Houthis have escalated the attacks in the Red Sea since the Israel-Hamas conflict broke out on October 7, 2023, demanding an end to Israeli attacks and siege on Gaza. The Houthis have controlled much of the northern Yemen, including the capital Sana and the strategic Red Sea port city of Hodeida, since ousting the internationally recognized Yemeni government in 2024.
Chinese Premier Lin Qiang has in the meantime underscored the need for China and Ireland to jointly uphold a free and open international trading system and maintain stable and unimpeded global industrial and supply chains to give positive energy to the world as it faces uncertainties. Lee made the remarks on Wednesday during a meeting with the Irish President Michael D. Higgins in Dublin, the Irish capital, while on an official visit to the country, while calling for promoting true multilateralism. The Premier said that both countries should bridge differences through dialogue and resolve disputes through cooperation. He emphasised the need for both countries to work together to improve global governance and better promote common development. On bilateral ties, Li said that China is willing to uphold mutual respect and equality with Ireland, continue to enhance mutual understanding and trust, fully take into account each other's major interests and core concerns, and continuously enhance bilateral cooperations in various fields. To facilitate personal exchanges between the two countries, China will extend unilateral visa-free treatment to Ireland, Li said. Get more of this and other international news by visiting www.chinadaily.com.